This is Localization Today, a podcast from Multilingual Media, covering the most relevant daily news in the language industry. Well, welcome. We're talking to Ian Evans. Evans. Ian Evans. About to say welcome to the industry. It's been about almost a year now, though, that you've been in the industry. So how's it been? Ten months in the post. It's been, it's been a great ten months learning some of the nuances around localization, translation, and complexities. I always knew it was a, a challenging space for humans and software vendors. I mean, there are, you know, there's a lot of complexity around how do I get a product to market and how do I look like I'm from a region, local to that, that sort of uh, region I'm trying to sell to. Go-to-market strategies, I think, are important. So I've spent a lot of my life trying to figure out how, how do I appear the most local, most global vendor. And I think translation, how you behave, it's, it's more than just having an address. A lot of companies think that if you have an address, you're, you're present in a market, but if you don't understand the needs of the market and work in a native way in a market, then it's awkward. So I, I found the last 10 months tough, but also uh, a great learning experience. And I, I love those sort of experiences to learn. And what experiences from your past professional uh, life have been most useful in entering not only the space, but specifically XTM? So I've built a couple of companies in my past and they've been deemed as hyper-growth companies. So you're, you know, you're growing into hundreds of employees in a couple of years, they're, they're always challenging. Every company faces a similar sort of inhibited a growth and it's usually around people and people understanding your technology being able to take that to a market and also people understanding your message and I where translation really hits home is the more people that can understand your message in the market than you having to physically tell them so that is your website and how you do your AdWords and all of your collateral that goes out there and looking like you really understand what you're talking about locally is a key thing. Also, you have competitors. You've got, to, you've got to fall in line with how competitors are in a market and then figure out how you distance yourself from your competitors and that's, that's pretty key too. And, and how do you project that you're going to do that? So, we're a, we're a platform company and if I think about the modern needs of a translation platform. There's a lot of things coming out with generative AI. It's the, it's the, it's the buzzword of, of today's market. But responsible AI to me is more important. Like what are we really doing with AI? What are we trying to achieve from a business benefit? It's not about replacing humans. It's about augmenting what we do to get better quality and quicker time to results. So we should think about the QA processes of helping people review large documents and get to the source of truth faster. That's where I think some of these AI pieces come in. But I also think that the, the space that we're in has a lot of what I would call sort of mouse traps in it. We've created these little traps for ourselves and that's a, a usual sort of human thinking process. So now it's really for us about 
how do you take the friction out of translation? So how do I make it easier for a company to collaborate and get their translations done in a controlled, manageable, quality delivered way? And when we talked yesterday a little bit, you mentioned customer experience as well as being very important and that you worked in GDPR before. Yeah. So how, how are you bringing that into the fold? So I believe that software is a man-made product and therefore you have to service it properly. And all software projects go wrong. So there's, there's generally very few projects that you'll implement in software that don't have some kind of road bump. So a customer-focused, customer-centric company is, is the organization that usually wins the hearts and minds of its customers. I mean, this is about the, the cliche word of partnering, but ultimately, all organizations have complicated processes inside their organization. And our job is to understand how to make our software enhance and support those processes. So we want to we want to find out how to make everybody's lives easier through technology, but ultimately there will be points where we don't make people's lives easier. And, uh, and through partnership, we overcome those. So in an organization that becomes a platform player especially, it's who do you go to to ask the question? So I have a very simple view. There's, there's only one customer to your organization. There's a single view of the truth. We all work off the single view of the truth and we're very customer focused. So how do we solve the customer's problems. We're all in sales, we're all in customer support, so how do we solve our customers' needs? And how do you balance the, the advanced understanding that you have uh, as a technology provider and, and wanting to give the best possible product to those users and balancing it to what they're capable of working with, yeah. with the, the, the experience and understanding that they have at that time? This is an old software problem. I think when you think about software company, where we're so focused on pushing technology at a problem, we just don't ask what the problem is first. So you never go to a doctor and get medication before you tell them what's wrong with you. Yeah. And this is the software problem, right? right? So I totally believe that software should be scalable up and down. It should be able to address a small problem to a large problem. It should be able to scale with the company's adoption to your technology. And therefore you end up with a software platform that you grow into and don't grow out of. And that becomes very real. Um, but also asking the why questions to help a company understand where the real benefits are. And then does it matter if it takes us one year, two year or three years to get the right result? Getting the result is more important and making sure that message is in line with how the board has signed off on that project, I think is a, is a far more important part. So I, I'm a big kind of believer that successful software companies don't sell to their customers once, they sell to their customers multiple, multiple times. And it's as the, the need arises, as it increases, as you've demonstrated your capability and your proof to the original project and you've earned the right to the second, the third, and the fourth project. And, and during that progress or during that process with your clients, do you offer education of your platforms and, and what shape does that take? So we do, we, we have a team of, you know, of experts in our organization that are linguists that have been in our software company and they've implemented projects. So they've, they, know, they know where the traps are However, I don't think that's just good enough to have a, 
bunch of people that can help you through an implementation process because we all know that if we don't ask the questions, then we don't understand where the problem lies. So e-learning is definitely high on my agenda. We have an academy of training that you can consume through an e-learning platform. And the idea is that the more we can empower an organization to deploy our technology themselves, then we become the expert layer to ask shorter, sharper questions of enablement. That's got to be the way that, we, that we'll address these problems. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a very, very holistic approach to, to business. Uh, as far as that goes, have you, what have you picked up at this conference that can add, that you're going to take into uh, account as you're going forward with uh, polishing that approach? There's a, there's a lot of polishing. There's or maybe we're still in like the, the hundred grid, you know, <laughs> polishing is down okay. the line. The technical polishing piece. So I think there's a, so my belief here is that these events are, are great for me to see really what's going on in the industry. And there are a lot of point solutions here. In today's world, point solutions create more risk for enterprises. So there's room for us to look at what partnerships look like, how you embed technologies together. Ultimately, what solutions need to be born to create good company offerings and, and lower risk offerings. But there are some very, very good technologies here, some great innovations here. There's a lot of generative AI conversations going around and, and that's not new in any segment of any industry. There's lots of, there's lots of gen AI conversations going around in all sorts of businesses between HRIS platforms and ERP solutions and customer service. But I, I think it has its place and we should think about what does our what does our modern day customer need in the next 24 36 months it's still a very human centric business so making things easier for for human beings to get the best quality output is where my focus is well, i think that's that's a beautiful way to round it up and we we're going to keep an eye on on XTM and how it develops i personally got to know your predecessor as one of the first people that actually like, was friendly yeah. was friendly to me, so that was really <laughs> lovely. They're big shoes to fill, I know, but it sounds like you come from an amazing background and it's, it's been fun to see the acquisition or the, the, the invitation of yeah. people coming from completely different markets into localization leadership. So welcome to the team, I guess, is what I would say. No, thank you. Bob did a great job of getting really, you know, a pinnacle solution to market. The market's evolving, and I think it will continue to evolve. I don't think any of us know what it's going to look like in five years' time, so let's make sure that we, we think about that evolution and keep on evolving our platforms as well, and innovation is key for us. We want to be seen as the innovators in the marketplace, so we need to show that we can be the innovators in the marketplace. That's, I think the, the proof points are the most important parts of innovation. You have to show that innovation, not talk about it. But again, there's some great opportunities here. So pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you very much. Again, Thank you. cheers. Thank you for listening to Localization Today. To subscribe to Multilingual Magazine, go to multilingual.com slash subscribe.